My name is Buck, and I like to anyway. So this is episode. What is it, Josh? What is it, Tim? Twenty six. Twenty six. Yep. Do six. Do six. Do six. All right. Episode twenty six of the Uncle Robin Podcast. As usual, I'm not here alone. So I'm gonna let Josh do his stuff. Busy. All right, y'all, you already know what it is. It's your boy, DJ Smiles, a.k.a. the hip-hop Adam Schefter, a.k.a. Lake Show James, a.k.a. I don't even, I'm just going to leave it to that because I can't what it, right now. What it do, ma. And I, I'm joined by my guys, Shad, a.k.a. Shad Diddy, a.k.a. Shad Navisky, a.k.a. the Mayor Oak Cliff, a.k.a. I'm 30 up in this bitch. It's the Dirty 30. All right. No ESPN. Yeah, Mr. Dirty yeah. Thirty. Yeah, Mr. Dirty Thirty. All right, and then we got my man Tim, of course, up in the building, aka Yogi Stone, Yogi D Stoner. Yo, a- yo, yo, what's up? Uh, aka <laughs> Burner of Texas, aka Papa Yogi. So we changed it from Papa Tim to Papa Yogi now. Papa Yogi. Papa Yogi. How y'all fellas doing? <laughs> what you fellas been up to? Let's start with Tim. Uh, work, just work, man. I ain't really did nothing. Well, actually, I've been going out to our data center and working, but besides that, just work. Not too much has been back open yet. What about you, Shot? I'm boy. Celebrating the week, man. I've been celebrating all week. It's been a great week. Like I said, it's been weird with this whole pandemic stuff, but I still had my moed popping. Still celebrated life. Still ate good. Got to reminisce a little bit. Of course, we've still been doing this. So that's what, you know, we've been doing this week. Still working on the pod. But yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Just celebrating, turning 30, 30 years of life. It's been pretty fun. Like I said, I just love the love. That's been pretty cool. All right, cool. Well, for me, you know, uh, back to both jobs, back to the, the two-job grind. You know what I'm saying? So back to being tired. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Go ahead, get on the detail about that. Cause when you were the saddest man in the world when they told you you had to go back. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, well, I thought this was going to last longer. And then uh, for the radio station, they actually just sent us an email Friday. They're going to continue to have the people. Most of the workers work from home until at least September first, they said. So, yeah. uh, so this whole new way of doing my shift is gonna last till they said at least September. So um, it's gonna get get some used to that. And then Monday we return. Well, tomorrow, which tomorrow's Monday, uh, which y'all hear this episode today, Monday, whatever. Um, I'm I'm back I'm uh everybody at the Cowboys is back to work, so you know what I'm saying? Oh social distancing. Yep, I forgot. Yep, I forgot because I did put it on the docket. I want to tell y'all why I'm feeling old. Why are you feeling old? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. You feeling old, man. Oh so uh Friday, I don't know if y'all saw I went to go work out with Cassandra. We went to the some park and we 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 ran uh not ran, but we like kinda like walked slash jogged. And uh, she had me doing like some basketball dribbling skills, and so then she was like, "Oh, do you want to continue? To, do you want to continue to walk?" She was like, "Or oh, she said we could play some volleyball." I'm like, "Shoot, I don't really play volleyball." 
I'll play some volleyball. So she shouldn't show me how to do like bumps and uh, sets and all that. And so tell me why Saturday morning, I woke up. I was like, why does my body feel like it's hurting? <laughs> I was like, I was like, we didn't really do much. I was like, oh, I feel old. I got off the bed like, oh, my body's pain. <laughs> so he oh, tried, tried, tried to be, he tried to be Mr. Athlete for one day. It almost there killed. You go. <laughs> I was like, at 31, I should not be trying to learn how to play volleyball and moving that much because she had me moving. She was like, come on, you got you got to hit the ball. I was like, I was like oh. So it was easy. Volleyball, volleyball is a sport, bro. Yeah, it really is. It's hard. Yeah. You got to get something you definitely got to be conditioned move. for. Yeah. You beat your body up. Yep. And then, um, I, I want to hey, say, hey, hey, no, 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 no. I don't mean to cut you off. But me and me and Tim are curious about the thing he said earlier. What what Adam uh, basketball dribbles? <laughs> oh, it was actually well, even Cassandra put out. She was like, Josh, you're actually doing better than I than I uh than I thought you would. I was like, damn. She was like, she's like, yeah. She's like, I. She said she had told her homie uh, Chris or whatever. She's like, yeah, I told uh, Chris that uh, I don't know about Josh and these basketball uh, dribbling skills. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? She was like, yeah, I was worried you wasn't going to do good. She was like, you actually did good. Damn, wow. that's, that's, I mean, I have seen you dribble a basketball, so I mean, I understand, but still, damn. For real. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do no shooting drills. That's what, that's what got them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they, uh, at the park, they got the, um, the uh, hoops, they got them locked up. She said, because uh, they don't want them at the park, because you know, that so social distancing, social distancing, right? That's but well, that's good, and you're learning all this at 31. At least you're learning. Yeah, staying active, brother. Now, what about this mall situation? What happened? Oh, oh yeah. So, uh, y'all know um, I love the Auntie Anne's pretzels, right? Yeah, you like yeah. pretzels, period. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, so. Um, Yesterday, well, Saturday, I was like, oh, well, since the malls are back open, I'm going to get me a pretzel before I head into work. So I get, I pull up. The parking lot is packed. It is full. And I'm like, damn. I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess. You tried, You went to Irving Mall? Uh, North Park Mall, because it's right by North the radio Park. station. Oh, okay. I didn't know which job. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, North Park has been packed ever since they uh, said everything was going to reopen. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, the mall shouldn't be that packed. Cool, whatever. So I park in the parking lot, super far away from the from the door. So I I forgot my mask in the car. I get up to the entrance. The guy, they have people, the uh, security guy. He was like, yeah, no mask, no entry. I was like, what? I was like, well, I got my hoodie on. I was like, can I put it in front of my face? He was like, no. Nah. He's like, no mask, no entry. Dang, they treated him like the outbreak monkey. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn. Okay. So guess what I did? What'd you do, bro? You want to go buy a mask? Nope. I walked all the way back to my car, grabbed my mask, and walked all the way back into the mall <laughs> to get my press. Luckily, you're not that far from the radio station, though. Oh, I ended up being like 15 minutes late. <laughs> Oh, for that pretzel, you needed that pretzel, huh? I was like, I already can't. How long was that Auntie Anne's line at at North Park? No, because I I was I was gonna be on time if I would have had to go back to my car. <laughs> oh no, you went all the way to the back. Yeah, you made an excursion. 
you just didn't make a walk back because North yeah. Park's parking lot is pretty huge. Did you at least get in your car and drive closer to the door? Oh, no, because it, it was still okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why he was late. That's why he was late. <laughs> I, I, I just texted the dude, like, I was like, yeah, I'm in traffic, man. I was like, I'll be in a minute. He was like, all right. He was, two he was in the press line, Josh. Josh was in the press line. Go That's work. what I'm saying. He just so you know. <laughs> but, you know, people that look like us was all up in North Park. If yeah. you catch my death. Oh that, yeah, that, they were they were excited. Oh, they were excited when everything opened back up, but they think only we can get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna but, say about that. But yeah, that that was my 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 trip to the mall excursion because I walked all the way back to my car and all the way back <laughs> to, to the mall just for a pretzel. That's how bad I wanted that pretzel. Did you get a tap by Corona you? at all? Huh? Did you get a tap by Corona at all? No, luckily. Nobody walked up to you coughing and sneezing or nothing like that? Nah. Remember, I, I, he was amongst people who thought they couldn't get it, so I'm sure. That's <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to look, I'm trying to keep the PC a little bit. But oh yeah, no, it was, he, it, it was a lot of us colored folks in the mall. What? And like and I'm mad you use like a nineteen fifty term, but what <laughs> it, it wasn't just us us black folks, it was it was the brown folks too. Oh Lord! Oh, but, uh, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> like I told you, he, he, they said no, no mask, no entry. I saw, I saw a couple people stand outside. Um, some, 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 some young, some young fellas had to stand outside because <laughs> they ain't had no mask on. Damn, some young brothers. Yeah, some, 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 some <laughs> young brothers. <laughs> They was probably going to try to holler at some some ladies, and they they got turned down because they said no mask, no entry. You never know; they could have been there to purchase a hoop hublo or something like that. You you, you never know, but you never um, know. Rolex might have been broken. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, uh, was it worth it? What what was oh, a oh. good pretzel? Oh yeah, because I bought two of them. Oh man! Oh, he made oh he made his little uh fifteen minute delay worth it. Okay, then all mm-hmm. I need to know that you were satisfied with your tardiness. Yeah, but uh, let's take a quick break so we can come we can come right 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 back. Talk about talk a little Nelly, talk a little Ludacris, talk um our guy Ahmad Arbery and with some guests that we have. So we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, first song we got up is my man Sav, straight out of Cleveland with Candy Coast. You know the area code? The, the 216. Uh, the 216. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to the 216. My man Sav. He go Candy Coated. And we're going to be right back. Some power, baby, come and bless me. Don't you ever stress me. That pussy gets so messy. Yeah, that shit gets so wet. And I let you know that every time you throw it back, every time. We have fun, but you can't have me. I can't be your baby daddy. They say, Savvy, such a nigga. No, baby, I. Trust is sure. 
bitch, you don't red wine. Yeah, the couch or the bed, fine. And the hand fire air time. Hand fire air time. I'ma be here every night, yeah, every day. Every week, you don't do it like every freak. You go crazy with it, ain't lazy with it. Where you ride me Mercedes with it, and I love you for it, girl. They'll judge you for it. Wanna kiss, wanna hug you for it. Wanna live my peace, wanna extend my lease on that pussy. Wanna extend my lease on that pussy. Damn, it's so lit. Candy's soaking. Attachments of that pussy popping, booty twerking, moving and clapping. Shorty super furry and shorty about action. Into the gym, stay into the fashion. Lulu got a few, I can tell you what's happening. I got a white bitch, lips like Angelina Jolie. White bitch, smell like Pantene Pro V. Got an older queen, 5 1 with a bubble on her way. She sucked the thing, I feel like I should record the scene. Damn, this solid. Damn, she's so wet. soaking. Candy coating. Savs, Candy Cody. Where is he from again? I believe somewhere in Ohio. You know, Cleveland, 216. So, all right, Josh, bring us into the next topic as only you can. All right, let, let's, let's start with a little bit of fun. First off, uh, let's introduce our guests, my two little sisters, Taylor and Ashley, y'all want to say anything? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm glad it's my turn. Oh, I know. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Hi. I was like, hey. I was like, y'all, how are y'all, y'all doing? Y'all, y'all got to work out talking first between yourselves. I didn't see TP. I'm right here. He has a, he has his video turned off. I don't know. I was, like, I was video, doing though. extracurricular activities. Are we all? Oh, I didn't see Who's SH? Uh, it's me. It's better. It's better if I um That's keep my is. camera off because every time I turn my camera off, it turns into like everybody turns into robot sound of people. So I'm gonna keep yeah. off. Yeah, his yeah. I got that. I got that. Uh, uh, 
I got that Corona Wi-Fi. Yeah. I got the hamster wood. I got the hamster wood stuff. You, you got that Nelly Wi-Fi? Yeah, Nelly Wi-Fi. Nelly Wi-Fi. Oh, oh, oh. Kitty Riley. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, they called him Nelly Riley. Nelly, Nelly Riley. Riley. <laughs> but uh, speak, speaking of uh, that Nelly Wi-Fi, uh, did anybody check, check out the Nelly versus Ludacris battle? Um, yeah, I, no. I listened to some no, of No, I missed it. I just seen everybody talking about it on Twitter. They got a, a pretty decent <laughs> amount of people on there. Yeah, it's like I think the most was like four hundred thousand. I think at one point. Yeah. Um, I can definitely say they. It should have been a different matchup, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too. Because like they I'll don't saying like Luda and Ti or something like that. I can see that better. Yeah. Yeah. I think personally, Ludacris will still win. So. Yeah. Yeah. So um. I like. I'll say this. Oh, I was gonna say for well for the first time I actually scored the battle. I print I printed out all the songs they played, and oh my god! So oh, you here we go. That that poo so, Nelly list. You played nothing but B sides and stuff you never heard. So I I actually scored the battle. <laughs> Nelly eight, Luda eight, and four ties. But what were the ties? I need to hear this. Uh, there was no ties. Oh well, yeah. Uh, but I was like, I got Nelly. Went in the second half when they when they, when they did the, set, the uh the last ten, but the well the ties I have is P popping and tip drill. Go back upstairs and don't have me say it again now. Because I I feel like um tip drill is more based off the video than the actual song. I was like tip drill as a song really. Is I couldn't cool. tell you not one lyric in that song, but I remember that video. Yeah, video. I was like it's more like <laughs> P popping. Uh, you can at least get a hook for peep I mean, you was like, uh, uh. Yeah, I remember that. The video was, did he do pimp juice? Yep, yes. Uh, like I said, when it was all said and done, that's when Nelly started actually playing hits. Um, <laughs> the other the other ties I had was Splash Waterfalls in My Place because I was like, uh, yeah. that, that yeah. was a tie, that was tied for me. Uh, the third tie I had was they versions on Made You Look Remix and Rock the Mic Remix. Yeah, okay. and then and then the only time I had in the second half was where the party at and yeah, <laughs> I two songs, but I gave yeah that one. Yeah, yeah. I can see yeah, in that one too. Because uh, I once I heard, it, I was like, ah, oh, that. Uh, so y'all got to think about it also. Just those two songs right there. That's two different <laughs> generations. Like that's two different demographic of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once I heard where the party is, I just said, they, they go Josh right there. I said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I, I even posted a video of me rapping. I was I was in my car. Where the party at? Once I hear that J.E., all I think about is Bacardi. And uh, Josh saying that Jagged Edge is one of his favorite <laughs> groups. So, Josh's little sisters, do y'all know any uh, verses to where the party at? Hey, where the party at? Son, 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 where the son at? We know all the Jackie Edge and Bow Wow. My brother blew that out. We know all that. See, that's what I'm about to say. I've walked through. 
Do y'all know the words to yeah? Who? Yeah, by uh, Ludacris, Usher, and Lil Jon. Oh, he blew that out. He blew out. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, he blew that whole yeah. CD out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, like, he did the first winner in the uh, generation. Yeah, so I love because that, that was high school for me. Yeah, confession. Yeah. Confession. Yeah, that and you blew out lovers and friends. You used to blow that out. Yeah, see? He blew every song out. He blew every song Hey, I became a Chris Brown fan because, you know, I was like, I, when he first came out, I was playing a little boy. Now I love him. We ain't talking about him on this show, so. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, she can't stand him now no more. But uh, I did wish him happy birthday on Twitter when I woke up. Is that his birthday? Oh, Mayfield, I definitely wish my birthday, but we ain't gonna talk about it. This is uh, uh, a complicated relationship. I see. It's very complicated. It's been it's been it's been a long ten years. A long ten years. He really appreciate it. We break down everything he did. Yeah. And then what are you gonna do now? Like mystery kids and fifty song albums. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Well, no, well, really, really, why well, I just don't, I don't listen to his music honestly, just because of how he, how he projects himself, just because like, I don't know, I, I don't, I, you know how you be seeing them girls on TV and they be crying and shit at concerts and shit. It really do be diehard fans for people, and I mean, aside from him being cute, he did make his mistakes and shit. So that's what I feel like I, we was connected in a way. I'm not trying to talk about me. I'm just saying like I really like his music, but when you project those, project how you don't. How you feel about dark skinned women or just black women in general? Because you light skinned and you got a couple of dollars, even though your auntie probably is dark skinned and your grandma probably was dark skinned. You know what I'm saying? Right. It just it's just how you go about it. It don't matter, and it don't matter. It, and then you can't say it's just you was mad at that point when you and you at a certain type of level and you make a certain type of money. And I'm not, and I'm a professional. My job, I pro, I don't, I only do certain type of shit on social media. He need to do the same thing. Yeah, I get that. And I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, he said what he said. He got to live with those consequences. Yeah. And you know, even yeah, though he said what he said, everybody in town yeah. today, today, <laughs> that man been just, wild. Yeah. Everything, every time he do something, say something. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. Look, yeah, I'm not trying degrees. to defend them because I mean I don't feel no type of way about it, like left or right. It's not that like I agree or disagree with him. I'm just like he's human at the end of the day, and people don't realize that his life is like subjected, like almost twenty four seven to be to being underneath the you know the eye of the public or society. And, right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Uh... So I was thinking about uh, what the the Nelly and Ludacris did. Y'all hear about uh, Ali from St. Lunatics basically dissing uh, Ludacris and comparing to like how Luda was um, basically copying the style and everything and copying their videos. Copying who? Uh, Ludacris videos and borderline like Bustin' Rhymes type stuff. I, I never I, saw a Nelly esque he said um, Saturday was like a cop, a copy. I think it was like country grammar with the the cars outside and having the farm animals. And he was like, next thing you know, he came with Saturday and they got animals and him wrapping outside of cars. 
Uh, Are they trying to say that Ludacris was copying Nelly? Yeah, yes. and throwing shots. And I've never team. not thought that. I always thought it was kind of like Busta Rhyme esque. So that's why I'm wondering, like, okay, there was cars in a rap video. When is there not cars in a rap video? Oh shoot! Sorry. Was there a video? Was there a video when uh like Luda had a bandaid over his eye that we never saw or something like that? No, but uh, I don't then, understand. Uh, then he said um the stand up video with uh, at the beginning we had the the big ass uh, Air Force One. He said that that was his way of trying to say that uh he uh he was bigger than. The Air Force, uh, them bigger than them with the Air Force or something like that. <laughs> he was basically saying he was bigger than them. Uh, it was like some other stuff, but uh, yeah, he but, man, he overanalyzed that. Then. But he, uh, but he, he also did say he was like he's felt that way ever since back in the day. He was like, yeah, he's like, I'm, he's like, I'm not trying to speak for Nelly. He's like, I'm not speaking for the Saint for the other Saint Lunatics. He was like, Cause they may feel a different way. He's like, but for me personally, he was like, I've never fucked with Ludacris like. From 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 back in the day, he was, and so when I saw Luda, uh, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, Ali pretty much made a fake dirty ent DTP beef in his head. It could it could be. I was like, <laughs> that's pretty much what it sounds like. Like Ludacris probably wasn't even thinking like that, and all of a sudden he's like, you know what the distance? What are you talking about? Yeah, I was like, I was like, plus you never know. I was like, if. It might have been more if, like if the videos were similar, the same. It might be more the record labels because you know record labels would be like, oh, well, that's working for that artist. Well, let's do the same thing for you. Cause I, still, I, I still have never like look at it like that. So yeah, yeah. You don't realize that, like, yeah, we get artists and we get to see them as a person, but when they go out as let's say Nelly or Ludacris, that's a brand. That's not really them as a person. It's mm-hmm. like hundreds of people that go into maintaining that image. Yep. Just, uh, I'm just shaking my head because I'm like, okay, Tim, have you ever looked at a uh, Nelly Aluda video and be like, man, that video kind of looks like the other one's video? I mean, now that I just sit down and think about it, I do got to say that uh, Get Back shares a lot of resemblance to um, Dilemma. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They was both talking about fighting. Ludacris was talking about fighting the world, and uh, Nelly was talking about fighting no girl boyfriend. And Kelly Rowland was in. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I just I just thought it was funny, especially when Luda was like, "Hey, before I was stated, he's like, I wanna, I love Ali." <laughs> so I thought that was funny. I was like, he was like, "I love Ali." I just want want everybody to know, I love Ali. <laughs> <laughs> like me and my um, fast and curious man. But uh, how do you feel that Luda Chris was kind of underappreciated? Like just him going through his different, you know, songs from his catalog. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Oh. Oh. Well. Let's go to the uh, the other main topic that we want to talk about tonight. Uh, my man Ahmad Aubrey, you might not know the situation, but you can run it down a little bit. No, nah, man, educate us. I haven't heard of it. All right. First, can, we, can y'all mute somebody? I'm in the background. Yeah, somebody got to be that nasty. I got kids. <laughs> 
No, I was like, I can hear myself. Like, I don't know. Somebody. I don't know. I don't know who it is. It's one of y'all three. <laughs> Hello? Okay. There we go. Okay. Now. Okay. So, uh, for the the Ahmaud Arbery situation, people don't know. He was 25 years old. Um, on February 23rd, he was uh, uh, in a... The residential area of Satilla Shores, I guess it's like a subdivision in coastal Georgia, uh, which I, I was read, reading up on about the area. I guess the area, the neighborhood he's from is like right across the freeway, but it's like two miles away. And uh, he like he would like to go over there to jog or whatever. And he was known to like jog over in that area. Um, so Ahmaud Arbery on February 23rd was jogging through. And I guess he was seen looking into a house because uh, one of the houses over in the area um, had, they said, had been the subject of at least three emergency calls about potential trespassing over like the span of like a month. Um, but the property owner of that house, cut you off, but yeah, throwing the note that it was literally an undone house. Yeah, like, it wasn't an actual residence, like with doors yeah. or anything like that. It was just open. Yeah. Uh, it was it was um it, it was open for everybody to come check out and the owner of the house actually just said this past week he thinks that Arbery was just there visiting the house just to get water before while he was on his job so that's one thing I was like if the owner of the house was like I think he was just getting some water because he can walk in and get some water <laughs> because there was camera set up yep. so if you would take something you would have saw it um let me see and I then mean, like. I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but it's kind of ridiculous. If you have a new house that's being built, the only thing that you can really take is copper, and this that's, that's just only like, copper wood. Yeah, that's it. and like the electrical and the plumbing. But you would notice somebody running down the street with like with ten some pounds PVC of copper too? on their shoulder, <laughs> right? I'm just saying, man. For real, you ain't lying. That's what I'm saying. Like he was running with literally nothing but like running clothes on. Yeah, but, but I guess yeah, supposedly they said they they thought he was um, jogging the area, just scoping out um, different different stuff uh, like the the different houses in the area. Because they said uh, since October, the residents in that area have called the nine one one at least eighty six times, reporting suspicious people, suspicious vehicles, and numerous instances of people trespassing, according to police records. Um, you know what? You know what? I do have to say that it makes sense. Like, if you know you were you were if you were expecting somebody to come and rob your neighborhood, I guess you would you know expect them to have the capability of running your neighborhood so they can escape if need be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he running neighborhood. I'm just trying to understand like how in any way. A running black man is suspicious, you know, running through this neighborhood and stopping at a house that other people would probably stop and, you know, <laughs> he went can't inside. Be jogging. He must be taking something. Man. Yeah. Yep. That's, I don't know. That's what I want to know. And uh, the two guys that um, did it are Gregory and Travis McMichael, uh, 64 and, I see, one of them, yeah. Um, who cares about the age? Uh, sixty-four and thirty-four, whatever. Uh, father and son, yeah, father and son duo. Yeah, um, they 
They've been arrested and charged with felony murder and aggravated assault. But as you can see, it happened February 23rd, and they, they just got charged now. That's because it gained national attention. Otherwise, they'd still be at home sipping nice yeah. tea outside their porch. Is anybody, does anybody know why it took them so long to, like, uh, charge him with anything or take him into custody? It's probably his pre the, uh, the dad's previous job. He pretty yeah. much was the boss hog around there, man. Oh, yeah. He like the was... DA or something? Yeah. No, I think he, he used to be a he police worked for the DA. He worked for the DA. He used to work uh, in the DA's office as an officer. Yeah. Yeah. It's so some, like, some I don't know if anybody else. I don't know if y'all heard or uh, read about it, but the DA actually told the officers to not arrest them yeah. for murder. That's yeah. And that's why, yeah, that's one of the reasons it took so long. And that's why a uh, whole bunch of people have gotten involved, and they've asked for you know a special prosecutor to be assigned um, for this case because and that man got be, too much pull. So he definitely would get. It would definitely be Rodney King esque. Yeah, because I uh, also I found out um, two prosecutors have so far already recused themselves because um, it says one of the men that has recused himself um, was already involved in a previous prosecution of Arbery because they said Arbery was found before he was uh, charged before back in 2013 for bringing a gun to a high school basketball game. And when he was 19, um, he, was a, uh, he was arrested on shoplifting charges. Back I may be mistaken for this, but one of those charges, uh, the dad was the arresting officer. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it was the one with the gun in high school. They said, yeah, it was that one. I believe mm -hmm. I read that too. Yeah, oh, so. this is another thing that I found crazy. I did not know that the dude that was recording was actually, because like, at first they said that dude was in pursuit of him too. But nah, that dude was just like, what's going on? And just happened to have his camera out. And he said, if he's glad he had it. He hates he had his camera out, but he's also glad because they definitely would have got away with it if he hadn't been recording. Yep, because uh, that was another thing I had. Um, attorney, the attorneys for Aubrey's family have called for the arrest of William Roddy Bryan, who filmed the video showing Arbery's killing, uh, they said a Glenn County police report indicates that Greg Michael told an investigator that Bryan was assisting them in the pursuit of Arbery, but Bryan's attorney has refuted that allegation. So he basically like, hey, nah, I ain't know the nigga. Saying, <laughs> he hit him with this. I don't know, y'all. Yeah, That's like... That's what he did. Yeah, so... But overall, basically, which is why I wanted to have these ladies on... Uh, was to basically talk about what the fact that Ar Ahmaud Arbery is an another black man. This was a woman's son. Uh, she she just lost her son, twenty five years old. Uh, which I they also just said that the house that they grew up in, uh, that he lived in, she actually just sold the house. But I basically wanted to talk to y'all. How do y'all feel as mothers of black boys, black children? How, how do y'all feel about? <laughs> Um, it's it's really scary for real because you just never know. Like and like well my son my son is five years old, he'll be six in July. And like he like he has an effect well not an infatuation, but he like playing with guns and stuff. But being that um like even before he was born, like I was seeing like all them videos and stuff, 
uh, for all them kids was um, getting shot by the police for just playing with a little toy gun or whatever. And that scares me. So I don't really like him playing with toy guns. And like, he, like he'll he'll do like he might say something or do something, and you know, like he he don't mean no harm by it. But I be being extra cautious. I be like, no, Edgar, you can't do that. You can't do that. And he like, why, why, why? And like, I don't know, like if if it's too early to explain to him the type of things or whatever. But I do, and I be like, okay, well, I mean, like white people don't really like us all like that. You know, like it's it's too many kids. It's too many black kids getting killed for certain reasons, and you can't do things by yourself because somebody might snatch you up, somebody might kill you. Like it's it just it's it's a lot. Okay, it's so much. Taylor, no. No. um, Taylor. Well, in the meantime, Tim, what what, what about you? Did you also have a son? How, how does this make you feel? Um. I don't want to say that, you know, I'm fearful for my son because at the end of the day, there's not much that we can do besides right. play our role and making the world a better place to do the changes that are out in the world for us. The only thing that I feel is that I have the responsibility to instill in my son a foundation that he can use in tough, in tough situations so that Mm-hmm. If things are not in his favor, you know, he's able to think through the situation rather than responding because you're not going to come up winning in all situations. But if you can keep your life, you kept your life, you can win another day. So this is really unfortunate, man, because there was nothing in this situation that this man could have done to save his life. You right. know, he tried to fight and defend himself, and unfortunately, it did not go his way. So, that would get most people down, but you can't react out of fear. You do have to impart to your son that, yes, this exists in the world, but you have your right to live your life. You have a right to be who you want to be, and... You know, man, it's sad. Like, it's sad. What What about you, Taylor? How How does this make you? Just constantly seeing stuff like this, just having a son yourself. How, how does this impact you in raising uh, my little twin? My little twin. I really just really just focus on like, like in the early stages. Like with him, he only three, but like in the early stages of like little small things, like him and a kid. Going back and forth, sometimes I just like you gotta figure it out yourself. Like, and that's something that I teach the kids at school. Like, you gotta learn to problem solve, and then you gotta learn to te- you gotta teach kids how to make good decisions. And but you know, in that situation, he was just running, and it's really like it's nothing you can do about it. But like something heavy that's going on is like the police brutality. Police is here supposed to be here to protect us, and you're supposed to teach kids that. Police is our friend, this and the third. But you also have to educate them too. Like this is how this is this how this went down. This and you know because it's a repeated cycle and it's not going to stop. So you you really can't live in fear for real. You just gotta you just gotta be preventive. They gotta know like they gotta they gotta be watchful. Their instincts gotta be up. They gotta know which what type of neighborhoods to be in. You know because I mean even though it really wasn't no problem doing that, but 
where we live in Akron, if somebody building a house, we not we just not gonna run up because we know motherfuckers is ignorant. Right. But, uh, like in that video, that video is really disgusting. Like when you when he gets shot and you see him trying to fight them off of him and running back and forth, like that's really disgusting and that's really sad that somebody's so a parent gotta go through that burying their kid all because their kid wants to go on exercise. Right. Yeah. And then I also want to mention, because um, I read in the article that I was reading, um, in the neighborhood that he lived in, he had a a, a lady that was was white that was his neighbor, and she was like, yeah, she was like, yeah, our, our neighborhood, like, it's majority black. She's like, but, like, uh, I think she said she's lived over there, like, 15 years. She's like, all he does is work out. She's like, I'm always seeing him in the yard. He's He does pull-ups on the trees. He's doing push-ups out, out in the yard and playing with his nephew. So I was saying, like, Hello, that's all he does is work out. So why would he he wouldn't be over there sneaking around? If he's like, I'm going to run, he really was just going to run. <laughs> yeah, right. later who's like, I've lived here next to him for 15 years. I wonder, like, was it like, um, did he was that like his like little routine or whatever? Yeah, that uh, that's what they said. It, like he he was known for running around in in the neighborhood. So basically, they was waiting for him for real. Basically. But- they they've yeah. been watching them, and that's something I think that's crazy too. Is like these two individuals, you know, they approached them under the pretense of what they thought was lawful intentions. Like they were going to go make a citizen's arrest, or I'm gonna say this is what they're saying is the excuse, right? It's kind of hard to instill in a child that they're adults who are using their interpretation and putting that on the law and then they want to put the definition of what the law says on you as a criminal that's what you are it's like the law is going to accept that some of the time too because let's just say he would have took something out the house or he would have did something last week where he just got out of jail there would be a lot more bashing his name and like trying to make right. him the criminal because like hey yo he was doing this he wasn't a contributing member to society and that's something right. that you know we got to compete with too because it's not that you have to just compete with you know intentions of people you gotta also i mean statistically speaking the system is set up that it's against young black men statistically speaking and that's a real thing and what's sad is that's like literally 400 years. It has not changed. Like Man, and since the amendment on down is like, yeah. From when Reagan passed his uh, laws and the war on drugs to the Clintons and them passing um, their laws when they were in office, when Hillary got on stage and she called African American men super simple. Super predators. Yep. Super predators, yeah. Well, like, that happened. And, like, that mindset of, you know, young black men has to change in the eyes of, you know, they will tell us what we want to hear. And in reality, if we look around, we can see what it is. But, you, you know, I've been uh, saying this since we started this podcast. I'm happy that uh, black folks are starting to actually educate themselves on these things. Because it's always funny when you're talking about it and they're looking at you crazy. I'm like, no, seriously. Cards are stacked against us. 
I mean, I'm not saying I oh, live in fear, but I'm like, just know what's going on when it's going on. Right. Like, um, what was the young lady's name who uh, the police shot her while she was sleeping? Oh, God, girl. What yes. was she doing? She, she was just an EMT. She was chilling. Yeah, she was, she was sleeping in her room. Oh, and they had, had uh, like, they, they was, like, raiding her house or something like that, and they had the wrong address? Yeah. Oh, and they took, uh, what's it, her boyfriend in? Um, because he was defending himself and he was shooting at the police. I didn't see that part. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody come in your house, you have a weapon. They right. Shoot you, you shoot back. You know, I want to sit there and be like, oh, no, I'm duck and hide. But yeah, she had just, she was like just coming home from work, uh, being an EMT, and then they just busted in her crib. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is crazy. But uh, to kind of wrap it up, uh, any last words before you wrap it up and go to the next song? Anybody want to say any last words? No. No. Oh no! Nope. I was like, "How do you feel? about us having little black boys?" Oh well, for me personally, well, um, it just made me think. I'm afraid. <laughs> That's really just more afraid for like that they're boys and they could like me. We walking out wearing a hoodie because I like to wear hoodies myself. It was like uh -huh. on the street uh, wearing a hoodie. And may look suspicious or whatever to somebody, and they might want to shoot them. Mm. Right. For no reason. Mm. I can say that um, two things is to make sure the best that you can keep a male role model, somebody that they can, you know, at least get a idea of, yes, I want this for myself, but no, I don't want this for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, keep that around for them and listen to them because, like, we have an understanding of what's going on in the world. They are children and they don't have the experience that we have. So, yes, we are we expect them to be a certain way, but we have to also understand they are kids and that they are learning and they have to adapt to, you know, this danger as well. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm actually seeing that shot signed out or left. I don't know if he's having technical, dif technical difficulties or whatever. Man, so, um, he got that uh, Nelly Riley internet. We already talked about that. Yeah, he got that Nelly Riley internet. Um, so let's go. Let's go to a break. Uh, up next is my man Eldro, straight out of Akron, Ohio. Um, this is his, his new joint, Love Changes. My mama used to say, watch you, you call friends Cause ain't too many that's gonna be there when it all ends Man, I swear I should've listened when she told me that Instead I show love that niggas never show me back Man, you think you knew a nigga for your whole life But turn around and he get your spine with a whole knife Fuck a fake friend, I'd rather have an enemy If you ain't rocking with me, my nigga, then don't pretend to be Love is good until you show it to the wrong one Act like they real and do you dirty in the long run it's crazy just to see the way these motherfuckers roll That's why I do my own thing and now trust the soul 
tried to play you when you thought that was your day one. Them be the type of niggas that I stay away from. Got into it with some niggas that I still love. That's just the way this shit unfolds when it's real love. Love changes, a thug changes, and best friends become strangers. Yeah. Uh. Listen, listen. I said, love changes, a thug changes, and best friends become strangers. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. They say don't show no love, that shit to get you killed. But if you don't show no love, you be a victim still. It's like a game you can't win, it's a gift and a curse. The people that you love the most beat and did you the worst. Had a few bitches that I really loved from the heart. But really shouldn't have been fucking with them from the start. Gave them my all and I never got shit in return. Only thing I can say is fuck it, you live and you learn. That heartbreak will make you see the real more and more. Beefing with niggas that you would have went to war for. These niggas love to see you low until they see you get it And once you got it, them niggas don't wanna see you with it Jealous niggas gotta keep them out your circle No matter what you doing, there's still people out to hurt you That shit you go through gon' build you or it's gon' make you fold When friends change up on you, that shit'll make you cold Love changes, a thug changes And best friends become strangers Yeah Uh-huh yeah, I said, love changes, a thug changes, and best friends become strangers. Yeah, some niggas turn their back on you. <laughs> Other niggas stab you and yours. Yeah. And we're back. Uh, what was the name of this song? Oh, we played Eldro with Love Changes, straight out of Akron, Ohio. Uh, what's the area code? 330, you already know. 330. Who is that the home of? King James. I don't know that guy. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, what else is on the docket that we can wrap up in the next 10 minutes? Oh, well, I'm just going to... I actually want to talk about the, the, the one video I sent y'all, because... Uh, since we have some ladies on the call, y'all know the video I sent y'all about the dude talking about um, dating on a budget. Yes, uh-huh. uh, so uh, I want to ask the the ladies: uh, Would you not would you not date a guy if he had a budget? Because uh, well, here's the scenario. So I saw a video on Instagram, and dude was saying, "Hey, I was dating this girl, and uh, every month he's like, I'll have a budget." He's like, she hit me up. We had already went on like two dates. And he's like, she hit me up. was like, hey, for our next date, let's go to this restaurant. Yeah, I looked up the info about the restaurant and how much the prices was. He was like, and I went back to her and said, hey, if we go to this restaurant, that's going to be out of my budget for the month. But we can go to another restaurant that's still within my budget and be good. And we go to that restaurant next month when my budget re-ups. So my question to y'all is, would y'all uh, have a problem with a guy saying he has a a, a dating budget or a, a budget in general? No. Shit. A nigga got a budget. For real, fuck. Because, for real, at this, at this age, you got to be disciplined somewhere, somehow. Like, if, if you if you just fucking off, we just going out to eat, you want to spend $50 on me every weekend just because when we can do something else 
for cheap or for free. Like, it's really not that serious. But she shouldn't have got mad though. What they broke up? Uh, yep. He he said. Uh, he was talking. She don't know what type of plans he got. Why he got? Why he got that budget? Just because I got a budget don't mean I'm saying I don't have no money. I'm just right. saying I got a budget and I'm not about to break exactly. you to go get a fucking steak. Period. Because I feel like I mean, if, if if I really wanted to go that bad, like I spend my own money. And plus, on top of that, after so many times, like okay, bitch, I just took you on two days. You don't think you can take me on a date? Or you don't think you can make me a dinner? And that be our date? You gotta, yeah. mm-hmm. you gotta even it out. Yeah. And plus, he said he told her like, hey. I'm saying we can't go there this month. I can take you next month <laughs> to that restaurant. He's like, and we can still go on a third date. He was like, you know what that could have possibly been, bro? She was trying to get rid of him. She just wanted to go on one more day and get that free food. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah, that's what I'm about to say. She probably was scheming. Yeah, that was her food base, probably. Yeah, because uh, uh, he said in the video, um, I guess like a few months down the line, she saw him in like a commercial or a TV show or something that he's like, yeah, that she texted like, hey, what's up? You know, we can go on a date. He was like, I didn't even hit her back. I just hit her with her. She like three dollars pop up and I never responded. He was like, nah, like, you should have wanted to go on a, go on a date when um when I asked you. She's like, don't try to come to me now. I got money now. There you go. I mean, that's crazy, bro. Like, cause I mean, of course, every woman's gonna say they want a man. They got a budget because that means he's responsible. But you got the woman that actually do this, so you got to be like, what are they thinking when they do this? What are their definition of a budget? Right. <laughs> what is their definition of a budget? In general, or a dating budget. My to me, my definition of a budget is really having a plan, like. That don't mean you gotta you don't gotta stick to it to the cent, but you know how much you gonna spend on groceries, you know how much you gonna spend on your your personal hygiene, your bills, and this and the third. Because somewhere in some way, them extra dollars gotta be going towards something, a business, a house, uh, something. Cause everybody gotta have goals. Yep. But it is bitches that really just don't care about that. But I mean, it might be just that that dude for her. You know what I mean? Man. There's some women out here, they like taxes. They want they cut off top. <laughs> I like that. I like how, I like how you put that. That was a good imagery right there because it's true. Because that's like all, that's things that all three of us talk about. Um, you know, uh, podcasts, mates, or whatever you want to call it. We always up to like, yo, dog, blah, 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 blah. You know, okay, how much is this? How we going to, you know, how you doing with your... Credit score and so on and so forth. Man, a lot of brothers ain't having that conversation. Right? Shoot. But uh, we leaving we, we budgets on this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, since we only have like a few minutes left in the episode, I was actually turn over to you two guys. Y'all can ask my sisters whatever y'all want about me. Any questions y'all might have or. Whatever. So, how many kids do y'all see Josh having in the future? Maybe one, a half, two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Um, do you want kids, Josh? I think you're gonna have I, two daughters. Gonna be, I, I want to have twins. You gonna have what? A boy and a girl. I want to have twins. All right. 
I thought you said 20. You're not like, hearing my stories about my one and you want two? <laughs> I want to get it done and out the way. Okay. So, uh, did you working on you that? Got a question or side? No, nah, I'm gonna wait till um, we actually hit up the Midwest before I ask him. I gotta get, I gotta get married first. I, get married. I need a, I need a, I need a full um <laughs> dinner. We all sit around. I'm like, yeah, I got the million questions. So yeah, I'm gonna wait okay. till I come up there. Right. <laughs> if y'all were cooking for Josh and we were here to down to eat right now, what would y'all make? Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> So straight up swan, yeah, swan all up on the plate. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, when we was kids, he only ate bacon for real. But bacon is cereal and fries. And crackers. Yeah, crackers. Peanut butter crackers. Peanut butter, yeah. But, <laughs> but when he now. was playing with college, he, I don't know, he branched out. He eats shit out eat now. Yeah. Oh yeah, he break up a salad and a smoothie, but nah, he's still eating cheese it's drinking strawberry milk. <laughs> it's an odd combination to me, but he says it's, it's smacking. He says Yeah, he nasty. <laughs> <laughs> he's nasty. <laughs> we just kids here eat like cookies and drink Kool-Aid. Like nigga, who the fuck does what? that? What? Who does that? Gosh. I'm just all at the lab, but yo, I literally looked at him inside my head. Like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> he is nasty. Not Ooh. strawberry milk and cheeses. Yes. <laughs> I don't even want to be fucked up. And he what? said it was busting. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Unwarranted. He be. Jail behind your first desk. Like. <laughs> Yo, uh. uh that reminds me one of my one of my friends. <laughs> on uh, Facebook earlier, the CDC um might say that uh farts might spread coronavirus. So I was like, damn, I must be spreading the virus all day long. Every all day. day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got a little got a little death on the <laughs> got a little death on the <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well, I didn't know this. You far in front of your girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, Lord, I hope not. Oh, wow. What she be saying? I, I, I mean, can you at least start leaving the room? She's like, can you? Yeah, like, when I'm at her place, she tells me, she's like, can you, like, at least get up and, like, leave the room real quick? Like, go to the restroom and do that. Don't you know, I ain't girl, but I ask you the same thing, bro. Can you leave? <laughs> Our dad used to matter in the car. Nah, I still remember that one time we went to the gym. And I like said, Dog, why didn't you say nothing? He was like, bro, that ain't me. I said, there's somebody up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I pointed it right at him. I was like, dog, why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. But uh, since we got like, yeah, we, I do got another call. I got like a few seconds. Yeah. So uh, again, ladies, thank you, Taylor. Thank you, Ashley. Do do y'all want to say any last things before we go? Thank no, you, thanks for having us. Call us again. All right, uh, fellas. Anything? Any last words? Uh, you know, check out the website uncoordinatedpodcast dot com. Uh, follow us on all social media. Uh, all that good stuff. And 
Yeah, you still go jogging, still go running. Um, Josh, start start bringing the mask to the mall. Uh, <laughs> and stop eating stop with your mask cheeses and, and drinking strawberry milk. That'll never happen. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Like everybody, stay safe because don't listen to the um, red states. It's still something going down. They literally said the curve is going back up. So like we always say, keep your immune system boosted. Wash your hands and all that good stuff that they told you to do. And we out. <laughs> all right. Yeah.